Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. So hashtag taxation is theft. <laughs> and what, is, what does that mean? Why is it a running joke? Let, I want to talk about taxes. And, uh, you know, especially as kids get older, I remember when I got my first job and I remember getting my first paycheck and, and I had done the, the mental math, right? I had been like, okay, work this many hours, this much wage. I'm going to get this much. I can buy all these things. And then I got my paycheck. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that's way less than I thought, right? Because it's like, oh, we've deducted it for all these different things. We've taken your money. And I just had this sinking feeling of like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I never said that was okay. And how, do, how can I get that change? Uh, have you had a similar experience when you first experienced taxation? I have an experience every time I get paid, Connor. Every time there's this <laughs> feeling. Well, especially since I'm a, a contractor as well, once a year, I usually have to write a check, right? I actually have to pay taxes. So that's always a moment where I'm just sitting here thinking, like, why? Where, where did I sign up for this? I, I don't want half the things that these are, you know, this money is going to. So let's let's maybe explain that a little more for people who have jobs. Uh, most, you know, adults uh, work for someone else. When you have a job, then you get what's called withholdings, where the government lets you kind of calculate how much you think taxes you're going to owe, and then every paycheck you're usually getting paid like uh, every couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. The government will automatically, or your, your employer actually, the company will automatically take from your paycheck the amount of money that you're likely going to owe for taxes and they'll send it to the government. And so it's kind of this automatic process for people where most people don't experience the pain that you do, Brittany, where you're having to actually write the check for the full amount and do it yourself. A lot of people, it's kind of automatic. They don't often think about it. They don't look at their pay stubs. They don't realize how much money is being taken. And so that's kind of an interesting thing, right? That if more people had to do what you do, if everyone had to write checks out or, you know, look and hit okay and pay attention to the amount of money they're sending, maybe fewer people would be okay paying as much taxes as we do. Exactly. But unfortunately, they've made it so easy that, that people don't complain as much. And a lot of people also get, get stuff back. But before we even get into the, you know, details of that, what, what is taxation, Connor? What does that mean? So taxation is a method by which the state or the government takes money from people to use for purposes that it says it needs it for. So here's the government saying, well, we want to do these things, and so we need money from them, so we're going to force you to pay for it. Now, in every other organization that exists, you don't have taxes. You have, you know, membership fees, like for example. So. Something? What's that? Like a dues. They kind of, they used to call it like yeah. dues. Yeah. That's right. Like your dues for the organization or your membership fee. Uh, think of like your cell phone bill or your insurance bill or your local gym that you go to, right? For the adults, maybe they have a gym membership or um, what are some other examples? Even like tithing to, you know, if you go to a church, oh, you know, yeah. you're paying tithing. All these things are voluntary. You're, you're agreeing to like, yes, I want to be part of this organization. Um, and so I'm willing to pay, you know, hundred dollars a year or I'll get, I want this cell phone company rather than that other one over there. And so they're telling me they'll give me all these benefits. If I pay them this amount of money, I'm consenting to it, right? I'm agreeing to, That's a good word. yeah, I'm agreeing to pay that money in exchange for some benefits that are provided. So in all of these things that we go throughout life, consent is critical because we are voluntarily giving some of our money 
in exchange or time sometimes, right? But we're, we're giving something in exchange for something else. The government does not operate with consent. Now, here's what's really interesting, Brittany. We've talked in a past episode about, you know, the Declaration of Independence and talks about the, uh, you know, legitimate government derives its powers from the consent of the governed. And so there's actually uh, a real question. I wrote a book uh, that, you know, for the older kids, preteens and teens, you'd be able to read called Lessons from a Lemonade Stand, mm, book. Yep. which is exactly about this idea about taxes, but also really about do we does our government have consent? Because if it doesn't have consent, right, then that's a problem. And the taxes is it's that's why taxation is theft becomes kind of this little nickname is because it's actually more like stealing from us rather than us saying, oh, I agree to this. Okay, here, please take my money in exchange for, you know, taking my garbage and protecting mm -hmm. me with the military and police and so forth, right? Well, and you bring up an interesting thing with the military too. So not only are, is this money being stolen from us, but sometimes it's going to pay for things that we are morally opposed to, right? That we are against. So if I'm against a war that's going on, if I don't want our country going and invading somebody else or, or killing people in another country... I still have to pay for it, which is so ridiculous to me. Same with, with school. Let's say that I'm against public school and that I choose to homeschool my kids. I still have to pay for public school. So, and it's all because of taxation. So it's, it's really, it's almost like they're forcing people to pay for things because they know that maybe they couldn't mm -hmm. fund them on their own, you know? So they have to use force. Yeah. We talked a few weeks ago about civil disobedience and there's a great essay uh, which I think every teenager uh, would love to read. I actually did a class for our homeschool co-op a few years ago, and this was one of the things that we read and discussed. So Henry David Thoreau uh, wrote this essay called Civil Disobedience, and it was written after this experience he had, which relates, Brittany, exactly to yes, what you does. said. <laughs> At the time, I believe it was the Mexican-American War was happening, and he objected. The tax collector came around, was collecting taxes that everyone owed, and he said, I'm not paying that. Uh, and he was able to say that because the tax was specifically for that purpose, right? He could kind of clearly understand that this tax funds this. It gets a little bit harder in our day when taxes go into like this general pot, right? And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I oppose the wars and I oppose public education, but, you know, I kind of like that or I, I'd be okay with that. And you can't really pick and choose. Yeah. Man, if we could if we could pick and choose the things would be okay to be taxed for, that'd be amazing. But he was able to object to that tax uh, because it was specific for the war that he objected to. They threw him in jail. He spent a night in jail until someone, I believe a family member, uh, bailed him out and got him out of there, paid the amount that he was owed. And he wrote that essay sharing his observations about when is it okay to stand up for things that you yeah, uh, that you oppose. Do you remember the story, Brittany, about Erwin Schiff? Do you remember who he is? Yes, because he he's, has a famous son as well, I believe. Yes, he, so he was in jail for not paying his taxes, I believe, That's right? right? That's right. He was a tax evader. He was someone who had studied this issue and felt like what the government was doing was wrong, that that he didn't actually owe the taxes. He had some uh, the, some legal arguments that he put together for why he felt like the tax that the government said he owed was actually something he didn't owe. His son, Peter Schiff, is a, a famous economist. Uh, he's a big fan of gold. He speaks a lot. So a lot of people know who Peter Schiff is. Well, his dad, Erwin Schiff, Brittany, as you point out, was thrown in jail. He, he died in jail, shackled, handcuffed to his prison bed. Um, I believe he died of cancer. Uh, but you know, so it shows, uh, and he's just this like frail old guy who was handcuffed there and they kind of kept him under lock and key just because he wouldn't 
pay the government what they said he owed. It, it, it almost seems like something out of like a mafia movie, uh, you know, the degree to which the government is willing to punish people who say, no, I'm not going to pay that tax. It's terrifying. And, and we didn't always have these. We had taxes, but we didn't always have income tax. Like the income is the one that we think about the most. In fact, I believe it's the same year as the Federal Reserve. Am I wrong about that? Was it 19? That's right. Ni- 1913, I believe. The, men, the It was fully implemented a couple years later. But yeah, it all got started in 1913. That's right. Because in the beginning, it wasn't. It didn't. they didn't take it out directly. I think it was one of those, like, like everybody paid. It, we didn't have withholding. So it's crazy that it used to be something that wasn't so uh, common. In fact, I think it was to fund war. Maybe I'm wrong about that because that would have been before I guess World War One. Um, either way, this is not something that has been with our with our country forever, right? This is relatively new if you look at the whole history. It's new, and also if you think about the analogy of like the the fro- frog and the pot of boiling water, right? Or the camel's nose in the tent is another one, right? The camel's just like, oh, just let my nose in so I can breathe, and then yep. he inches forward and inches forward until he's in the whole <laughs> tent and kicks the guy out of the tent. And when these taxes are introduced, when the income tax was introduced, Social Security is another one. That, that's a welfare program to take care of old people, basically. Um, these taxes are always uh, introduced or proposed as being very small, right? Mm-hmm. They start very, 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 very small. And even then, there are people who strongly objected to them. No, that's wrong. We shouldn't do that. But, you know, they always win people over. Oh, this is just so tiny, but it's going to help a lot of people. And then once they have their foot in the door, once that camel's nose in the tent. going up and up. Absolutely. And so when these taxes are introduced, they're so tiny to the point now where they're massive. And, you know, the, the, there's a, the Tax Foundation is a, an organization that looks into a lot of tax stuff. And they, they have a day every year that they kind of celebrate or popularize called, uh, I believe it's called Tax Freedom Day. Mm. And what they do, Brittany, is they add up all the taxes that people owe. So the income tax, which you pointed out, right? Social security, property taxes, sales taxes, gas taxes, everything so many else. taxes. So many taxes, all the adults, we roll our eyes because we're (laughs) fed up with it all. And so this group, they add up all the taxes that people owe. They add it all together and they come up with an average. How much of the year, how how long do you have to work in the year before finally you've earned enough money to pay for all the taxes? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Right. So like, hey, every year I pay, I earn, let's say I earn $50,000 the whole year and then I had to pay you know, uh, $20,000 in taxes. And so that's, you know, two fifths of the year, right? That, that you would uh, spend having to just work, just to pay off your taxes. taxes. And then the rest of the year, you're working to actually earn your own money. And it's really interesting to see like over time that that date right in the year when we're finally as kind of a, a they average it out. Obviously, it's different for different people, but they average that. It's so interesting to see where I believe it's like sometime in April, if I remember right. So basically January, February, you're working the whole first like several months of the year just just for the government. government. Yeah, it's crazy. That makes me so angry. (laughs) So we say taxation is theft, but Brittany, I want to get back to this, this point that it's, that's really consent. Uh, Let me, let me illustrate the example even more. So in my city, I uh, fought a, a new tax that they were trying to do. Uh, it was it was actually a bond. Uh, they were trying to bond, basically go in debt, and then we'd have to raise taxes to pay off the debt. But basically, they were trying to in- just for the city, a, though, not the state. A new tax. Th- this case was for the city because of a park. A lot of people in the the not a park, several parks. A lot of people in the city want more parks. So the city was like, okay, well, 
we're going to put this on the, the ballot during the election. We'll let the voters decide. And everyone in the community is like, oh, you know, yay, we get to decide. And my argument is, wait a minute, like you're you're putting it up to a decision as to whether you're going to forcibly take more money from me. Like, why is that up for debate or a vote? Like, hey, should we steal from Connor today? What do you all think? Right. Show of hands. How many people here are OK with Connor paying for lunch? <laughs> right? Like, why is that? Why is this tyranny of the majority OK when it comes to taxes? And so I I put together a whole little campaign on my own and fought it and was able to, to kill that effort. And a lot of people aren't very happy because they want their parks. But the, <laughs> the, the, the point is, it's, it's wrong to f- to force someone yes. to pay for something that someone else wants. If I don't want parks, if I'm not going to use them or my kids aren't going to go play on them or whatever, why should I have to pay for it? That's my argument, Brittany. How do you respond? It's exactly right. And there's it's no different than me saying, I want a car, but Connor, I don't want to pay for it. So I'm going to take 20% of your income and I'm going to pay for my car. I mean, we know that that sounds absurd. We can all see that that sounds absurd. But when you put it in the terms of parks or, or roads, we talked about roads on another episode, people suddenly think that it's okay, but theft is theft. It doesn't matter who's doing the stealing. Stealing is stealing. So in the Tuttle Twins Learn About the Law, Brittany, we talk about this concept uh, called plunder, uh, which Frederick Bastiat talked about in his book, The Law. Of course, we based ours off of his. So what does he mean by plunder and how does it relate to this idea of taxes? I always think of pirates and plunder, you know, right? I'm getting that right, right? Pirates plunder, that's what I always think of. And it's just like stealing and taking your your, your, uh, cargo right off your ship. That's (laughs) right. That is essentially what government is doing when they're coming into our paychecks and taking our money. That's and that's why, that's why Elijah, our wise illustrator, drew a pirate into the book <laughs> talking about that, that exact issue because it's so, uh, uh, you know, we, we think of pirates. And so to help the kids understand, like, look, that's not to say everyone in government is evil. Yeah. That's, not the, that's not the idea. We're not saying that all laws are horrible and things like that. But when you, when you use taxes to take from some people, to benefit other people when you when you do this redistribution you're you're distributing it from one person to another that becomes wrong and um you know it's a big problem too especially Brittany, when for your example you said when it's something you're morally opposed to right like it's wrong you know if someone else is in need and they lost their job or their kids are you know the kids are orphans someone needs help like that there's more sympathy there right to to have everyone kind of be taxed to pay for these people who are in true need. But then when you set up that system again, like the camel's nose in the tent, pretty soon you have people who are finding that they can live off of welfare, basically these taxes. Mm-hmm. They can live off of it and be lazy and do nothing and you know have a bunch of kids because every kid you get, you get more money. And so let's just have a bunch of kids. We don't actually you know, take care of them very well or whatever, but hey, then I get more of a paycheck. You create these incentives. We've talked many times about incentives yeah. that lead people to change their uh, their behavior based on what the government is willing to do. Whereas if that support was not available, they would be kind of on their own and have to actually get their life in order and, you know, make some smarter decisions. And so there's at least a case to be made that for the truly, truly needy, uh, right. We got to figure out a way to kind of help those in need. Yeah. But but beyond that, when you're taking from some people and giving others, especially when you're giving to like corporations that have po- that lobbyists. Right. And like, oh, here, you know, a billion dollars for you mm-hmm. and half a million for you. Like that becomes clearly wrong when taxes are being given out to people who shouldn't have them. And uh, 
it de- definitely makes it feel a little bit more like taxation is theft. So yep. I, I don't want to end up like Erwin Schiff, <laughs> right? Like we all pay it begrudgingly because the people who don't pay it, you run into real problems yep. really quickly, but definitely is a reason to try and uh, fight to reduce our taxes so that we can keep more of our money uh, and use it in a way we think fit uh, because we're going to spend it much more wisely than any bureaucrat <laughs> ever is going to. So Well said. Well, We'll end on that love, lovely note, Brittany. I'm sorry you just had to write your check to the government, and uh, we'll we'll have a, a a more lively topic next time that doesn't remind us of the, uh, you know, the the tax slaves that we all are. So we'll end where we began. Hashtag taxation is theft. Uh, check out totaltwins.com/podcast. Be sure and share with your friends. Uh, we're loving doing this and and being able to teach a bunch of families out there. And guys, we have a ton of subscribers. It's super fun that you're all out there listening. So thank you very much. Brittany, thanks for tagging along and we'll chat with you next time. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.